Welcome to Unplugged, the go-to podcast for fitness enthusiasts and those seeking to live a healthier, more active, and more fun lifestyle. I'm Becky Cody, and I will be your host. I've been a trainer and group exercise instructor for over 10 years, and I've just about seen it all. Throughout this podcast, we'll dive deep into the world of fitness, nutrition, mindset, personal development, and so much more. Our aim is to empower you with the tools, strategies, and insights you need to create sustainable lifestyle changes that will enhance your overall well-being. Let's dive in. Thanks for joining us for episode four of Unplugged. Our next guest is Mr. Morale Booster himself. The perfect quote to describe Louie is, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. We get it, gym culture can be intimidating, but instructors like Louie will never let you feel silly or out of place. You'll hear how he has truly been in your shoes. He creates a fun, inclusive, high energy space where you can truly let go and enjoy your fitness experience. If you've ever been in Louie's class, you know that you can just not, not have a great time. Enjoy the episode. Our next guest joined DFIT seven years ago as front desk staff. I distinctly remember seeing him for the first time and immediately feeling good. Some people are just so good on the inside that that energy spills out into the environment around them. That is Louie, Mr. Morale Booster. And we are so lucky that he joined our team all those years ago. He made the transition from front desk to trainer and group exercise instructor very quickly, which was a natural move for him because he was finishing his degree in physical education at Montclair State. He now teaches full-time and trains and teaches classes in the early mornings and on Saturdays. There is truly no energy like his, and if you have taken his circuit classes on Saturday mornings, you feel it. Louis, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you, Becky, for having me. Welcome. This is so great. Yeah, this is so great. And this is so fun. And we rarely get to see each other because we kind of work opposite hours. But I usually come in when he's like finishing his early morning sessions. And sometimes I'll catch him on the weekend. So this is so fun to catch up. So I want to give our listeners the opportunity to get to get to know you better. Where are you from? So I am from Sea Caucus, New Jersey. I grew up there all my life. And I went to ICS, a Catholic school as for grammar school. And then when I was in middle school, I got went to Sea Caucus Middle School. To, what a transition that was going from Catholic, Catholic school to, to public. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah, it was a huge transition for me. And it was one of the best things to happen because I really got to just understand just people and mm-hmm. like really get my own persona and like who I was going to be and my personality started to come out little by little. And the best thing about Sea Caucus is it's so small that mm-hmm. like the middle school and the high school were all one giant building. So so it was like seven through twelve. Uh, yeah. So basically, and it was uh, blocked off by this big, big blue door. I'll mm-hmm. never forget it. So it was like seventh and eighth graders would be like peeking through the big door and be like, "Oh my God, those are the high schoolers!" And then they'd probably yell stuff at us that wasn't too nice, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> we get an education. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But it, it it was a it was a wild experience. So. Definitely, definitely, definitely small town. I grew, I graduated with 91 other people. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. insane. That's tiny. What kind of kid were you like in high school? Ooh, let's see. Uh, very sportsy. I loved just trying to put myself out there and play as many things as I could. I was like a really big baseball player. Baseball. That was my number one sport and basketball as well and football for a couple of years, but basketball and baseball were my main like go-tos. I was captain of the basketball team my senior year. 
And oh my God, that explains the jumps. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I love it. I mean, I know I'm not the tallest, but I always had like had the energy I still have to this day uh-huh. and just never giving up and being able to be a leader that like a lot of kind of those roles for myself is extremely important to this day. I still hold and baseball has been such a passion for me. And I remember going to Yankee Stadium with my grandfather and just my family and just like kind of one of those things that I fell in love with and just, yeah, played it throughout my whole my whole high school. And then I was like, uh, when I go to college, I want to enjoy it because, yeah. <laughs> as you know, like being a professional is like, it's a lot scary. of scary. Oh, yeah, it's scary <laughs> and a lot of work. And I yeah. wanted to really put myself in a good position to be academically just ready. Okay. Is that why you didn't play sports in college? Yes. Okay. Um, I did like intramural sports and club sports and that kind of stuff but when it came to like the real deal I'm like I want to do so many things I know I'm not going to have the amount of time that I wish I had so I've heard stories of other baseball players having like three or four days and never seeing their friends and just like not doing well academically and I couldn't afford that so I I really wanted to make sure I got the full experience of college you just turned a big 3-0 yeah. So now, like as a like as a grown up, um, looking back on your time as an athlete, as a kid, what do you think were some of the things that you took away from that experience? I love that question, <laughs> and I still can't believe I'm the three O right now, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, I will say that when I was younger, I was a little bit of you know I was a little bit like a chubby kid, you know, and I and I I wore it, you know, I loved it, and I just I was a tryhard. I wanted to always be better. And I knew that if I kept working and stuff, I'll get better. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I started off being like in races and being last. And one of those things that instead of getting sad, I just, it would be motivating to me to be like, I can do better. And my parents always made me feel like you could be whatever you could be. So that kind of like, oh, that always stayed in my head. And then as I grew and got more athletic and stronger, I was able to be first. I was able to do better. And also help people that I can understand that struggle. And I still carry that with me today. And that's one of the stories I always tell kids and sometimes adults too, where, you know, it wasn't always easy for me growing up. And when I was like 10, 11, starting like, and then I'm starting to get into that awkward phase, <laughs> you got to kind of keep developing and know that it's, it's something you have to work at. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so as time went on, I just always remember you can always be better. And you'd be appreciative of what you have and the abilities you have now, but always, always strive for more because it never stops. Never stops. Did you experience a physical transformation? Yeah, I did. So actually two. So one, like the one I just mentioned when I was younger and then I started to get taller and just really go through all those adolescent changes. And then in college as well, because when you're in college, you, 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 you get used to all this food and all this stuff available. And I know a lot of us can relate and Uh you know, there's other stuff going on too. And Mm -hmm. you're like, just trying to just try to take it all in stride. And then you have to say, Oh my God, like I'm really starting to feel a lot more of this. These stairs are getting harder. There are, you know, this walk to university halls getting a little longer. So and I always was into weight training and strength and all that stuff. I love all that. But to really put together a program that worked worked best for me, mm-hmm. I didn't learn until really after college, after I graduated, because then 
I put myself in that position saying, if I really want to do this, I have to really like study this stuff, educate myself and understand the differences of push and pull and understanding when to do certain things and how to properly warm up. What's the difference between a dynamic and static stretching? Like mm-hmm. all that stuff that I'd never really like learned, learned or yeah. processed. It's some, it's something that I still carry with me and I tell my students the same thing. So, so you've been through it. Oh you've yeah. You've been there. Oh yeah. I think that this is a really good time to slide this in. Um, and this is, you're just the perfect person to have this conversation with. Montclair is a fit community. We have whole foods, vegan restaurants, gluten-free bakeries, more gyms than you can shake a stick at. And as a result, when you walk into gyms here, you see people working out really hard who take their health and their strength really seriously. And it can be a little intimidating for the person who is new to gym culture or working out in general. And we've had this feedback before. People walk into a gym, and I think it's really universal. I think it's any gym. Um, People who are maybe coming into a gym for the first time or maybe took a long hiatus. And we saw this like a lot after COVID and things like that. Um, and I want you to tell me the feeling that you in particular, because you're Mr. Energy and you're Mr. Feel Good. Um, what's that feeling like when you have somebody brand new to exercise in your classes? Uh, that's an amazing question. I honestly get very excited for this stuff. So I always take the time to before I'm teaching a class, I look at the class list to see if there's anybody new. Because this is something that I've carried with me, and Dee has always given me great advice on this. You always want to introduce yourself and give them that platform to say, oh, my God, the instructor actually wants to know my story. Because everybody has a story, right? And some are more comfortable than others to talk about it. And they can say, like you said, oh, I haven't been here in so long um, with COVID or this, or Mm -hmm. I just had a baby, or I had a really bad injury. It's one of those things where you can now put the pieces together and say, oh, okay, no problem. Well, listen, my name's Louie. I got you. If there's any questions you have, let me know. I want you to know something, too. Take everything in stride. You really like be mindful of just you. Don't worry about anybody else in the room. Take the weights that you feel comfortable with, and then as we go, we'll progress. We'll go gradually, little by little, and become stronger and better. And I always have fun with it too. And I always try to be, I use humor a lot. I don't know if anybody knows, you know, I I do like to laugh (laughs) (laughs) and I love making people laugh. It's my favorite thing. He will make you feel good. It's, it's, it's a universal thing where like humor really like relaxes everybody and the anxiety goes down. And I remember experiences of going to a gym when I was younger and feeling like I'm in a class with like a robot where it was just very... Oh, it has to, you know, do this and that and, you know, bro, this, that. I'm like, all right, well, thanks. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's like, I want to be as human as possible and be like, I get you. Listen, let's just have some fun. I'll put on some music and let's lift some stuff, put it back down and lift it up again. You know, it's. Yeah. I mean, his playlists are fire and you're looking at somebody who has walked the walk and I would say like in general, most exercise instructors have been in that position before you know we're a little notch above enthusiasts but we're also here with purpose and nothing makes us more excited than seeing somebody excited about exercise exactly and it's one of those things that I also carry to the education world too because I know that not every student loves phys ed and that's where you have to understand okay maybe there's a story behind that maybe a student had a really bad experience at a previous school or something happened where it made them absolutely hate just moving or uncomfortable with their new body in front of others so that's something i keep in mind too like kids and and adults like are not that different when it comes to that stuff because it's 
you you take the time to understand who they are as a person and even if it's like a brief two-minute conversation people remember that and so so it's something that you also embody in the way you carry yourself i make sure that every class i go into i'm i bring it i don't care if there's three people one person 30 people whatever the case may be i'm gonna give it my all because i know that that person or whoever is taking that class they're gonna be like louis really cares about this loves this place and will always make me feel good every time I come in. And that's that's my goal. And that's DFIT's goal too. We all do it. That is absolutely the truth. And I just want to take this, this since we're on this subject, um, this moment to say that everybody is there for themselves. And I've never really had a conversation with a client who has taken a class next to a new person who said like, oh, they didn't know what they were doing. Um, we're all kind of like consumed by our own securities or insecurities or strengths or weaknesses or our own progression. Or I did this last week. Let's see if I can do that this week. Um, so I don't know, food for thought for those of you who might be new to exercise. Um, so Louis, you live in Montclair with your new wife. Sure do. <laughs> when was the wedding? Uh, the wedding was January 6, 2023. Shout out to uh, Lisa, my wife. Love you we with love all my Lisa. heart. We yeah, love she's Lisa. awesome. So what are some of your favorite small businesses that you like to support in Montclair? So one of I have two, actually. So okay. Bloombox, Flower Box uh, Shop is one of my favorite places. Where's it's that? On, it's on North Fullerton. Oh, so, great. For all for all those people that are trying to get nice flowers or just like build a bouquet, this place is fantastic. I got my wife a nice bouquet of flowers from for Valentine's Day, and they were just so accommodating. They made sure that it went to the right place. They they do the the extra stuff that makes it not just your generic bouquet. Like they they call you to c- confirm is there a, a note would you like to leave and this and that. It was just a great experience and I've been and they have like these workshops that they do there and you could bring like your your mom or other people to like these private events that they hold it's really cool and then my other one is Red Eye Cafe oh yeah I I love this place I I remember seven years ago one of the first places I ever been to because it was just right next door Mm -hmm. on Walnut and it's it's incredible. The people there are so nice, and I mean, at this point, they probably know me by now. They're like, "Oh, a nice americano, yeah." Or it's it, so the food cool. is so good too. Yeah. Like it's it's good people. I'm all about like spreading the love and making sure people know about great places like this in Montclair because there's so many. But yeah. those are the two that come quickly to my head. Awesome, um, Louis. What's your schedule so that people know when you're teaching classes? Oh man. Okay. So. My schedule is on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 6.15 to 7.15. I have a Friday morning from 6.15 to 7 a.m. And then I have three classes. That's three. right. Three <laughs> classes on Saturday morning from 7 to 7.45 and 8 to 8.45 and then a 9.15 to 10.15. Not to be missed, especially those Saturday mornings. The energy is insane. Louis, this has been so much fun. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. My God, thank you for having me. And just, uh, I appreciate the opportunity. Love DFIT. Love all you guys. This is literally my home away from home. Appreciate it. We love you back. Bye, guys. See you next time.